This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Okay, good vach. So we're holding over here in Hazinu, and I have it marked off on a page 1184. Um, it says, <laughs> So, I guess the 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 question is exactly is this is a um, a pasuk that sort of is the um, headline or the 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 bridge with before what exactly is the pasuk telling you? So the Svanah says like this: Chayim Yisraelam, Acha shehishem agdomas ashira, asher bohidia shamechuvim imenu, who lehagitzit akel yisal. So the, the foundation of Parshas Hazinu is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Oisa Mishpat and Tzedek and so on. Now, that's, that's the lens through which you will see everything else, and now he's going to explain it. Um, I want to add a point before he goes on. The um, first of all, the Rambam and Morinavuchim, when he speaks about Hashkocha, he um, he explains that the 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 structure of Hashkocha is seeing the interplay of the good we do and what and the rebound, how that good rebounds to us. In other words, what he's calling here. What the what the Sfarn is calling him mishpat and 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 so on, it's it, it's sort of the backbone of how we un, how we're to look at the relationship of Akadish Baruch Hu, the ongoing relationship with the world. The um, it also means it's the one perspective that we have that we could try to understand it. There are other perspectives that wouldn't work. This perspective works. So it's not just justice in the sense that it's fair or something like that. It means there's a mahalach here. It's something which we can look at the pieces, the bits and the pieces, and we'll understand it in that context. So, So Moshe Abbeinu tried now to give over the the the, the events of the Ovid and the Hasid in light of this, so now that I've given you a certain lens uh, through which to see things, let's see. So first is how much Akadosh Baruch Hu wanted to get this tachlis from the bria as a whole. So the tachlis of the bria is to bring out the good. And therefore, in the starting point, that was Shakta whole Bria. It's not only Kleisol. That's the starting point to be a solo. Or and, and then When the world itself couldn't do it, um the Mabel, the the Flogger and so on, he took Kleisol. Um as will whoever's left at the end, they're the ones that will 
will be the ones that will, will have brought this about. Shainis. Put Klai Yisrael into a place where they could be over Hashem with Simcha and so on. And they rebelled and they responded negatively. Therefore, a person who was over Deserves to be punished severely. Shlishis shebegoyl avoynam nof machmeres shayim v'ruin lekilim charutz lulchal Hashem shemanazet. And because of these averes, they were worthy of being destroyed. Except that bechal Hashem, the goyim would say that, that you know Kadosh couldn't and whatever. Revius then he hoidia sibath ashebiglolam tielam gula ba'achris hayamim. He then explains why there'll be Gula. Chamishis hoidia oifin agula v'rachma kelis bar chasheres amoy. And he says v'heim chel kepash lazinus lazochuzal v'dasim simonim haziv loch. So it says the way you're supposed to break up the alias is dafka. This we don't find any other place where um, alias are um, you know are we did in a gemara. Aliyahs are random, but here there's a very big paydan haziv loch, and the reason is because the, the structure of the shir is a very carefully crafted story. It's it, the first that lays down the the structure of the world of of uh, mishpat and tzedek, and then in light of that, Akadosh Baruch Hu's bria was toiv. They didn't do toiv. Klaiso got selected. Akadosh Baruch Hu took Klaiso and gave them the big opportunity to be best. They were married, they were choyte, and so on and so forth. Okay. Nyakeda here talks about this Pasik. Next piece. He says, So there are four um, phrases here that mean basically the same thing. So what are these four things? So Nyakeda says, so there are different ways in which a person ascertains the emis. He's called Aristotle, and four of those thirteen. Are mentioned in this pasuk, um, where uh, as 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 a guideline for Brias Olam. Shemikochem Yisbar v'Yislava Mitz Kol Dolfin Yoni. Dal Muchoshes So, the first one is um, things that I've been physically experienced. A person puts his hand on a hot pot and it's hot, so that's called Muchoshes. So the the first thing is simply by physical experience. Now I'm not sure what he's referring to um how the physical experience teaches us unless he means that we have the history of it 
through Taira, but it's an, it's it's the world experienced it. So one is experience. That's the Chori Moiselam. Two, Valamiskolos Harishainis Ama Binushnois Darvidar. Muskolos Harishainis means axioms or basic basic logical truths that we accept as such. And this is another format of proof that was used to um to 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 put Brias Olam into perspective. Now these are the types of proofs. Certainly this one this one is something that today we can't connect at all. Um this was once upon time accepted. He said it is a muscle rishon that um, it is axiomatic that the whole is greater than a part. And if you say that the world is eternal, no, it's not created. The, the, the main, the main, um, I, I guess the the main tug of war was between olam kadmon or. Um, Bria. So he says, if you, we have a muscle region that the world is, that, that the whole is greater than a part. If you say, if you say that the world is ever existent, so, so this is this is a, a type of logic that today has been comic stamped. The only place you find it is in, um, I guess, courses on Aristotelian logic. It's it it goes something along these lines. Um, the the an infinite an infinite entity. Any part of it is infinite as well. A half of infinity is also infinite, so that means that the part is as great as the whole, and that can't be. Um, if if it talks to you, amazing. If not, let's go right. To, it's 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 not a type of logic that today. Uh, and it's what's fascinating about it is in in the Greek world, the um, a they thought a lot about axioms and then they applied it everywhere. So it, it, it does sound to us reasonable that the whole is going to pot. I think that everyone is, is, uh, is on board with that. But then when you start talking about a half infinite is infinite. So the half is going to pot. You're playing with words over here because you don't know what infinity means really. We, we don't, it doesn't mean anything. All it means is I, I can't find the end of it. So we're talking about something that doesn't exist. Endless doesn't exist. And Bimela, to make a definitive statement about a part of endlessness, the whole of endlessness, I, I, I you know, it's, uh, it's, um, I remember when I was a kid, I used to read these books. I think, I think the person used to, I think his name was Gardner and he was, uh, um, used to math contributor to Scientific American. I, some, I don't know, it's a long time ago, but they had this riddle about, in a hotel with an infinite amount of rooms and there's a guest in every single room and then another guest comes, what do you do? And the answer to that is you ask every 
get us to move over one room, and then you put them into into the into the first room. And then the second question: What happens if an infinite amount of guests come? And the answer to that is you ask all the present guests to take the odd numbered rooms, and the new guests you put in the even numbered rooms. But basically, the reason why you can why you can go on with this stuff is because it does it doesn't have any clothes. We don't infinite is not a thing that we can say anything about. So the mail but this was an argument and so that's one the khain is khain shish misbat nu is a mukhas on mahirus for whom um this is this is also along the lines with if there's an infinite amount of it, it's like zeno's paradoxes if there's an infinite amount of of points between two places then no matter how quickly you're going it says you you'll both not end up in the same place good for whom my was khita khirsham da brak upon him he said, was to make the cheshben of the different doros. The um, so the Raman also has this argument. Um, there's a there's a I once heard a very good line from Aaron Lichtenstein. He was very annoyed with Pirushim, the Finnic Pirushim, based on modern science, which is attractive because everybody loves you see it fits with science exactly and he said a line if you marry this generation you you become widowed from the next generation so right now wow it's perfect perfect science exactly in 100 years from now science or on 50 years science will have gone double loop and then you're left with a, with a shot that you that you push that's on the on the on the on the heaps. So this type of logic, it's not something that today would go, but I'll compare it. Velaze on my skillu, kemoi seichel pashit, it's a shnor stervedor, roitedu ha emis. Bala mukubolis oma, shala vichavia gaitcha. But for somas kenechviamloch. Now um I'll I know what one of these two terms is. I'm not sure what the other one is. For somos is is the word that they use mostly means as follows: things that are accepted broadly enough. For instance, the statement that a whole is greater than the parts is something that seems wired into us. It's something that we think is absolute. The idea that stealing is wrong—it's something where everyone. The reason why we think in that way is we say everyone thinks like that. Um, no society sanctioned, um, I don't know, incest. So it's something that that's we can assume it to be true if it's so broadly believed and so on. That's for that's what Ram uses. That's word stresses for some is Rambam. I'm not sure what Mikubalos is. What he means that way. Like upon him, that's also Kenechviyamukot means that that no one has ever thought otherwise than that. Okay. Good. The next one is a. Um, it says Vayishman Yisroim Vayiva Chamanta Pisika Sisa, and Vayita Shalak Asavi Nabot Suyishu Asay. So he says, this is a Rambam. This is a Rambam that we talk. The, the Rambam um, is speaking about Geras, about um, what it is you're supposed to try to dissuade. Um, a, a gear is supposed to give him a bit of reality check. The Oymrim we tell him, 
have a Yudea Sha'ulama boy and it's of Al Sadiq Mesro. Vizesh Tir Yisrael Bitsar Balam Haze, Toiva Hitzfuna Lehem. So we don't, we get Tsar in this world. Sha'ene Chon Lakabal Roy Toiva Balam Hazek Umois. Shema Yorum Libom Vijitu Vyafsidus Harum Haba, Hine Shenema Vayishma Yeshur and Vayivat. Um, so the, 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 the getting too much here is we can't. So we tell him in the big picture, it's true that Kaiso suffers a lot, but we, we, we give him some sort of, um, some sort of, uh, structure to understand the suffering Kaiso. And the Rambam marks off two points about this. One, he says, is Klal cannot tolerate too much good in this world because they become too haughty and and uh, and it will destroy them. So, Hashgacha, so l- let's understand. The, and then the other part is, Hashgacha does not bring so much destruction that will, that will destroy them. In other words, if we're to ask what is the hashkacha of HaKadosh Baruch on Kal Yisrael, the hashkacha is that Kal Yisrael be preserved, that Kal Yisrael um, be um, Kal Yisrael. Now, anything that will end that, HaKadosh Baruch Hu veers away from. So too much punishment, too much difficulties that HaKadosh could destroy Kal Yisrael, that but the other side is also that way. If we have, if we indulge in too much, we lose a taste in Olam Haba, and then, and then, um, we've lost it. Umas Ha'olam, their primary existence is this world. So giving them a lot of tov is not a problem if they deserve it. But Kal Yisrael, our main world is Olam Haba, Becoming indulging too much um, will take away our cheshik for that, our taste for that. And the mele kodesh is that we don't um, overindulge in us. And when things become too good or, or whatever, kodesh baruch who writes. Of course, if we're able to do both, if we're able to have roiv toiv and be able to continue doing what's good, not be so great with it, that's that's the ideal. That's uh, that's what the Hashkoch is the mechanism to ensure that we stay the people we need to stay. Okay, Ramein Mechai speaks about, says, um, the, the name Yeshurun is an unusual name. What is it? Yeshurun Vayivat. Leniku Yeshurun Arata. Shekoram Moish Abena Lashalim. So we never heard this name yet about Kaisal. Why? Why here? So one reason says, In other words, it says, The context of the Pasik is not nice, not good. And sometimes when you call a person, when you say something, oh, this is the Chash of a Rav, it, 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 it sharpens the, the, the criticism. So you're Yeshurun, and look what happened to you. So the Pasik it means to emphasize the criticism. Mm-hmm. 
שרוק ואת השכינה עין בעין מתן תרא. כן שכוסוב ומר כבד השם באש החלס ראש ההר. כאש החלס ראש ההר. So he says that the word Yeshurun over here could come, you know, עין לא ישורנו from seeing, perceiving Kaddish Baruch Hu. Kaddish is called Yeshurun, not from the word Yasha, but from the word um to to see, and therefore he's, he's saying you who saw Kaddish Baruch Hu. The figure she's going to enter on is a very venerable. He's going to be yad b'shem Yeshurun. V'chein lematach she's going to turn sivalon. He's going to be yad by he Yeshurun Melech. Now, just let me explain something. The, um, the mile of Yeshurun, of their seeing HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so yes, it's a certain madrega that there was HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but it means also that their baseline of their sense of HaKadosh Baruch Hu is much more intense than anyone else. You are people whose kesha with HaKadosh Baruch Hu is direct. You know what you're talking about. Someone else only heard about it, experienced something that came from Ashkacha, but you who perceived him, I expected more. Um, and then he says, <laughs> So these passages all run together. These, all these passages were said much of Ben's last day. So he mentioned it three times because these are all passages of Teichacha. And so on. So the point is that it was something that Akadosh um, Baruch Hu is telling us: you who perceive Akadosh Baruch Hu, Akadosh Baruch Hu, should should have been different and look how far you've fallen. The um, I, I want to add in a small connection to this. The the Pasik in a certain sense is emphasizing we always attribute if a person has struggles in Amuna, a person if a person has struggles with mitzvahs and so on, we always attribute it to a lack of um clear proofs, uh, a lack of clarity and so on. So we always tend to blame, you know, it because of uh, some sort of um, lack of, uh, of being convinced or whatever. The Pasuk here is saying, Vayishman Yishram Vivat means you, you saw it and experienced it as close as any person could. The Vayishman is what caused the Vayivat. Um, the, the the process of becoming very content and very full with yourself is what caused it. I, I want to explain a little bit. Maybe it's worth spending a minute. Too. He doesn't talk about it, but it, but, I, but but I think um, it's it's in his words in a certain sense, and I think it's it's, it's worth under, repeating. The 
the, the, um, whether a person will be loyal to something or somebody depends not whether whether the, the person deserves loyalty. It depends on my sense of the value of loyalty, my sense of self versus the other. So, for instance, if a person was a benefactor to somebody and helped set up somebody in a business, the person was penniless, and this person gave him a huge loan, you know, interest-free for, for, for a bunch of years, and he was able to build up his business, v'chulu, v'chulu, v'chulu. Um, does he owe a curse of tov or not? Of course, incredible amount. Will he be makatov or not? Is not, we'll say, well, it's an open shut case. It's very clear. I mean, you had nothing. This person gave you the money. This person gave you the training. This person set you up. He gave you context. I mean, everything is from him. That sense that everything is from him is what drives a karsatov. And, and a person pushes back. The more a person becomes sure of himself and full of himself and vachulu vachulu, um, the um, the person is less and less inclined to to doesn't feel dakar satov because the vayishman we're not talking about a person doing a various in order to get tithes we're talking about a sense of smugness person feels very very good about himself and the mela the sort of um, the 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 sense of Gratitude, not only gratitude, but the understanding that whatever I have is really from there, that, that fades. It has, so when we're talking about Kaddish Baruch Hu, that a person owes a Kaddish Baruch Hu everything, his life, his, his health, his, 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 his well-being, and so on, the, the question is really, if ever, uh, a logical amuna issue. It's a question of how much do I feel that I owe the person, and that and that's and that's a very deep internal thing. Person doesn't like to feel, so the more person wants to feel that he is the one who did it, um, you know, that's uh, then then the person is, uh, uh, you know, he pushes away the other one. And I I know somebody I'll, I'll, I'm disguising a bunch of uh, fact. Somebody who learned the Mishnah went through some very I mean, he, he needed a lot, a lot of help to be bailed out of jail a few times. There isn't a bach on this and that. Kitsa, somebody helped him, set him up afterwards, was there for him, set him up in an office, got him customers for whatever the person was doing and so on. And one day, the person who helped him, the young man who helped him, he needed, he, he remembered some details. He walked by and he knocked on the office door and he came in. And this guy looks up and he says, excuse me, do you have an appointment? And like, he, he was stunned. Like, it, it, when, you, when you were in jail, did you make an appointment to have me come down to bail you out? When, when you, you had nothing and I, and I, it was literally, it was like a storybook case of Aisha Shaviva. There was no reason, there was nothing that this person could say came from himself. It came from the other person. But that's why a person pushes back. We don't like to be beholden to someone because it takes. So the more 
a person feels about himself. And, and that's why when we're in need, so we cry out to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it's not only because we're desperate, we need help, we do it. A person is much more understanding of, um, of uh, yeah, I, I, I really, you know, I didn't make it on my own. This is a very deep point that the Vayishman Yeshurun makes it Vayivat. You, you, the, the more you become, the, the fatter you become, the more smug, the more your sense of self grows, you push Akash out. The sense that you have that whatever I have is his, and, um, you, you know, whatever I, w- I was able to accomplish is justice was, that, that gets sort of pushed aside. And that's why the title Yeshurun means there's no, there was no, there was no question. You saw him. There was no question. The issue wasn't what causes the the breach is not the lack of do I do I really believe it's am I wrapped up myself? I I, I can't see that. Okay, I'll go upon him. So um, next week will be Rosh Hashanah this time. Good kibanshiar, ksiv ksimatayva, and I assume Shabbos um, we can we can learn unless Dylan is busy with chuva kaparis or whatever other. Okay, good. A good convention. Siva siva tayva. Really, siva tayva. And then the ma'isa. What the is it? The ego that was blocking the person to be makir tov. I, know, I mean, this person was an extreme. Uh, you know, yes, this person was. Ex- he had he, he was he had stellar meters ross. This person does have. Well, but 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 it, but it but it was a sense of I'm I'm now the head of a corporation, a corporation an office, and you don't just barge in. It's it's an affront to me that you feel you can barge in. And there wasn't anybody else there. It wasn't as if the it wasn't as if there was somebody else sitting and you barge. It, it was it, you know, this person had this 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 um, infatuation with himself, and it's ain't a fichvoide. Like and how on, can on you... the on the flip, Rebbe would tell a story about. Um... From Nochum, where there was another Rebbe that was taking the shiurim and yes. saying it in his yes. own name, and when the sons found out, they were very upset, and he said, "At least they'll be saying the right shot." Right. Yes. So, since there was no ego, the, the, his Torah was was Hashem's, not his own. That that is true. Reb Nochum was Reb Lezul once said there are three anavim in the world. One of them was Reb Nochum, and the. Um, so it, it, it's true. It, it, there was no sense. I don't stand. If it's right, it's right. It's no I'm wrong. He could. He Reb Nochum could be very sharp um, about his pshat, or he could just say I was wrong. There was no. He, he it was very much okay. You, you're talking about my kotsa la kotsa. Yes, it's 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 um, yeah. <laughs> one extreme to another. Okay. Is there is there share tomorrow morning? No, um, tomorrow morning there's slichas. They're saying in Shiva tomorrow seven o'clock slichas. I can't do share. Okay, thank you. Oh, I, there was supposed to be some email of, of sorts. I don't know. I don't know what happened to email, but uh, yeah. I guess it's snail in, snail email. What in that okay. in that Yitzchak is yeah. what changed the that we don't um, that we don't use Aristotelian logic anymore, or is it that we don't the, that the scientific position is no longer of an infinite world? Like, does that logic still make sense in an infinite world, and we just don't have such an idea? I don't. I don't think we don't. We don't make these kind of statements, and I, I doesn't doesn't those most many of those statements don't talk to us. They don't. I, I mean, it, it sounds like you're playing with words, which seems to be that's what you're doing. So, 
science used to be in, those, in, in the Greek world, the understanding of what science was, was called Rishonos, and the planets had to act the way, if a circle is a perfect shape, and celestial beings are perfect, they go in circles. Whether you see it or not, that's how they have to go. That was a certain mindset. Today, it's Muchashais. It, they go very however mathematical. they go. What? Yeah. The, well, the Rishonos was very well, mathematical as opposed to observation. Mathematical philosophical. I mean, Planets go in ellipses. Ellipses may not look as neat as 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 a circle, but it, 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 it's a metzias. So 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 we start with metzias to try to fit the math around it. They had a very different approach. Their mind it was just this was the way it has to be. And Bimela, you know, the fact I don't know it was, it was a different mindset. Like I say, it just doesn't it doesn't talk to us. Okay, good.